0: Good evening, good evening. Welcome to Peach Reading with As. I am your host, As Williams. Peach Reading is a podcast that is dedicated to all genres of authors. Tonight, our very special guest is the none other than the Miss Nikki Grace, who is coming to us from Atlanta, at Atlanta, Georgia. She is a nat- she is an Atlanta native, addicted to writing, laughing, and sex jokes, but not exactly in that order. She was raised by a beautiful strong-willed mother that couldn't read or write and had a logical country-loving father that often introduced himself as the most perfect man on earth. It was an interesting upbringing to say the least, but she loved every minute of it. One of her most enjoyed hobbies was reading. Leaving her world to jump into the world created in books is where she found the passion to become a writer. And now that she has internet access, she can't wait to bring you into her world with all the shocking, emotional, sexy, and outlandish stories you can handle. Welcome, welcome, Miss Nikki. How are you this evening? I am doing wonderful. How about you? I cannot. No complaints. No complaints. I'm excited. Thank you for being my first guest. We're going to get right into it. So, what really started you with writing, if I may ask?
1: Um, I think it has to tie to the, um, to the reading. As I started reading stories in kindergarten and learning how to read, I loved the escape. I loved the experience. I loved feeling like I was kind of peering into someone else's life. and And after I'd finished the story... I'd say, oh, well, what if this happened instead or that happened instead? And so I would just, I would write a story in addition to the books I already read, like kind of continuing the story.
0: Okay. Now, do you feel that there's a difference between an author and a writer? I
1: uh, Someone asked me that and I really, I don't know. I mean, I guess... Well, one just does it for, I don't know, for the love of the hobby. And I guess authors kind of get out there in the forefront and let people criticize them and tell them how good or bad they are.
0: Okay, okay. I always like to ask that question. It's a little weird, but I like to ask it. All right, so what comes first for you, the plot or the characters? And whichever one you choose, why do you choose to go that way first?
1: Um, A lot of times... For me, I think it's a lot of my writing goes off like experience or things I've seen with people. So I guess you would say the plot, like I'll hear a funny story or a sad story about something that happened with someone and then I'll start building a world around that person or that character to bring it to life more.
0: Okay. And then exactly when you're starting to develop your, your characters and your plot, how do you do that?
1: I'm such a scatterbrain. I'm like all over the place. I write the beginning of the story, the end of the story, middle chunks here and there. There is no organization to the way I write these stories at all. I just kind of say, oh yeah, that would be good if that happened. And then usually I do know how I want to end it, but I need to figure out like all the rest and kind of and tie it in and make it work.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, what part of your books are the most Fun to write. Because as an author, I, I can only imagine um with you already knowing exactly how it's going to end. Or and, and I guess that could be a question. Do you know when you first start writing, like this is how I'm gonna have this book end? Or is it that, hey, you know what, as you're writing, you're like, you know what, I think I want to change this around. Um, I guess more so like the outlining of it.
1: Yeah, with the ending, I usually know exactly how I want to end it. And that rarely changes. I think that's only changed in like one book usually i know exactly where i'm going but the in between the start and yeah all the in between stuff i i kind of change around here and there i usually keep the same concept but it's kind of i just kind of wing it as i go
0: now what i can say and i've read a few of nikki's books i i'm a huge fan and what i really love is that you've mastered Writing different genres of books, and everybody can't do that. Everybody can't write a mystery and then turn around with a uh, you know some love. Most people stick with that one genre of books. Um, so, what made you want to write different genres of books?
1: Um, I think it just ties into my thought process, and maybe the different personality concept. You know, I don't know. Like sometimes I think one way, it's all lovey-dovey, and then the next time I'm like oh, look at that crazy serial killer. That was interesting. And I don't know. And then I get into that in my mind and start wondering how people do the things they do and all that stuff. So I guess that plays a part into me kind of jumping around.
0: All So because you write different genres of books, I know there's a lot of research that goes into it. So how much research do you need to write your books?
1: Sadly, I don't, right now I don't need a lot <laughs> because it's some kind of a, I guess a new author in a way still, I don't know. I've done like what, like 11, 12 books now. So I am still pulling from life. I have met and talked to so many interesting, crazy, nice, weird, like just so many different types of people. And I've seen and experienced so much that I'm still pulling from, from all of that.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> that is too cute. Okay. So this gets kind of nosy. So what do you need in your writing space to help you stay focused? Like those, those must haves that you have to have around you all the time to help you just always stay focused on writing.
1: Um, since I have two small kids, it's probably only my phone. That's it. I don't get to have a writing space. I have an office and I really get to use it because my daughter thinks it's her office. So Um, I just have my phone on me. I constantly write by keeping notes in my phone. That's how I write. And then if I do get some quiet time, you know, it automatically transfers over to my computer. And then I kind of pick up there. So I guess just my phone.
0: So just for the world to know, like, I've met Nikki's babies. Her daughter is a boss. I just, I need everyone to understand this baby is a boss. So if she says her office, she, it's her office, so... (laughs) That is the cutest thing. Okay, so just your phone. Now, um, how do you celebrate? Like after you finish writing a book? Is it is it just a party or or what do you do to celebrate? Because I mean it's a big thing and being an author, you are writing all the time. So how do you celebrate that?
1: I usually just get my favorite food, probably. My husband always teases me because he says I have pizza parties. And I guess I do. I just have a little pizza party for myself at home. And sometimes my sister joins me and stuff like that. There, I don't know that I've done any big celebrations. And I, I've been thinking about that lately. I think I need to do more celebrating. I usually just kind of jump to the next book immediately because I'm usually writing a few at a time. So I kind of just keep going, keep going like that.
0: Okay. So recently you had a book signing for your books. Um, really, really fun event. I just, I really enjoyed it. Um, with that being your first one, how did you feel about it? Because that's always, I always wonder with authors, because you have some that write books and books and books and never do a book signing, but how did you feel coming out of that?
1: Um, as it's, it's a, it was a fun experience something I'd like to do again. But as, as you know, I've told you, um, before I am so behind the scenes, I'd really rather just kind of stay back and write the books and that's it. But coming out and seeing people's reaction in person to the books and how much they enjoy it, it was a fun experience. So it's something that I'm, I definitely want to do again.
0: So with your books, I, and what I really love about your books are the characters, so if you had to if your books had to be made into some movies, who do you think will play what roles? And we can do the salty series or the the inevitable encounters. I would love to know your thought process on who you could see playing some of those roles.
1: Why would you ask me a question like that? I um I have no idea. Um the Okay, well, only one person comes to mind with um one of my characters, and maybe, Re- I think her name is Regina Hall, I think is her name.
0: Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I just had to, you know. Now, so I'm curious, have you ever been on a literary pilgrimage? Like, just gone out and just, you know, went to different book things, any kind of book events, or just anything to just get, different, read different books and read different authors?
1: No, once again, I'm a hermit. I just write and I just stay in. I'm going to do better with getting out because I do not. I just stay in and I just
0: write. Okay, so now I'm getting a little personal. So, since you do like to read, what is the first book that you've ever read that made you cry?
1: <laughs> there wasn't one. Um, I did cry. I cried writing the book for my mom about her life. I haven't read anyone else's book that um, made me cry. I don't like to read books that um that are sad or anything. So writing hers was sad and, you know, was a big deal. But normally I, I kind of stick to the suspense or the romance and stuff like that. I don't like sad stuff.
0: Okay, okay. All righty, so one question. So I will have to tell you all, and, and she's going to give her handles at the end of the interview. But when I say she has the best looking website I have ever seen, I've been on a lot of different author websites, but you, you did that. And so one of the things I would like to ask is when it comes to like the advertising, um, how do you get out and advertise? And this is more so along for like some of these people that are aspiring to be writers. Like, how do you, what would be some advice you give to them as far as the advertising goes? Because that, that once you get on your website, you're just sucked in.
1: Um, well, Well, again, you know, sorry to keep, you know, referring back to it, but, you know, I don't do a lot of going out with it, which, again, I'm planning to do more this year. So, one of the things I did as far as the going out marketing is I try to keep copies of my books on me. So, I think that's a really good thing, as well as, um, Like, it's kind of like, they kind of look like postcards. Maybe they would have the image of the book in front and information about it in back so that you can kind of pass it to people when you are out. Because even uh, being at the grocery store is an opportunity to still pass out your information and at least, you know, let people know what you do. As far as my online, I create a lot of ads. I do the Facebook ads. I do the Amazon ads. I join the readers groups and things like that. I also give out free bookmarks. Um, to just to readers, just, you know, at random. And that creates a lot of interest in the books as well. So I think that's pretty helpful.
0: Okay. And so since you've done different type of writings and with different genres, um, do you feel that, do you try to write from what you just feel in your heart or do you write more so from what your fans are saying that they want to hear, read more of? I think it's a
1: little of both. Um, I do write from what's in my heart and from my experiences and what I've seen, but I also try to write to market. So I try to do what's popular. So for instance, in romance, um, people like the second chance romance. They like the, the fake marriage, Um, just different things. Like the tropes and stuff is what they call it. It's always changing though. So I do try to write to market using things that I know.
0: So in your bio, you discussed that you started at an early age, so what was an early experience that you learned that language had power like just your words and how you put that out to people actually held a lot of weight
1: um I, it was it was probably um I guess with the poetry I guess I wrote short stories, but I also wrote poetry as well as the short stories and one of my teachers in high school, um, read one of my poems. And it was about someone just, it was like just a generic concept of a child that grew up in a bad household. You know, parents used drugs and just it was a sad situation, but they were trying to find a way to see it better. And they had a contest at school. And I wasn't able to read it that day for some reason. So she said, well, I'll read it for you at the contest at the school. And she read it and she comes back to me the next day and she's like, oh, my goodness, you've had such a sad life. I'm so sorry. This is so this is so heavy. This is so moving. And I just kind of looked at her. I said, oh, it's not my life.
0: Ah, that's (laughs) so you. (laughs) I like that. Okay. Oh, goodness. I could just imagine. All righty. Now, have you ever read anything that made you think differently about fiction? Um.
1: Not, not really. I I do look at fiction as although it's entertainment and you know supposedly false it still has a lot of true concepts in it so a lot of times when you read fiction books they might refer to things that um that i constantly i'm always looking up because i want to learn more stuff so they'll mention stuff in fiction books that's usually real stuff real places real events you know so i will say even in fiction i i learn a lot about you know the world and people and places and all sorts of things like that
0: so for a lot of the fans out there um Your tipsy counselor, and and if you haven't read her tipsy series, you have to read it. She does get a little deep, little, little, she touched on some things. Um, so I will ask, are there any scenes that have ever been too hard for you to write? Um, with any of your books and I, I went to the tipsy series because in that series it seemed to just flow. We were all, I know I was like, okay, she got a little mm, in her. but are, have there been any books that you've written that those scenes, there've been some scenes that have been really like, Oh, I got to push through it, but I'm going to make through and I'm going to um, be able to elaborate more on this.
1: Um, I think it would be, it would be my mom's book, the splintered doll. And possibly it would be the book that I'm currently writing. So the hardest things would be between that, the Splintered Doll and the two part series I'm currently writing.
0: So when it comes to the characters names of your books, is there a process or is it just something that just pops out at you? Like, you know, Oh, that looks like it's going to be a cool name. Or do you go through like a ritual or anything when it's time to pick your characters names?
1: Right now I pull it out of thin air, but What I do like to do is if there is someone that is like in my life or in, I don't know, or someone that I knew through someone else that maybe I couldn't stand, then I'll name the character that person because like maybe I'm going to kill him or make him a bad person or something. So I do that sort of thing. that
0: (laughs) That is too cute. I've always wondered that, like, how do people come up with some of their names? So if you didn't write, what would you do for work?
1: um probably create um kind of actually I I dabble in that a little bit so probably like designing um I went to college for mass um I got my masters in marketing I love designing creating um pulling concepts out of nowhere and being like an event planner a wedding planner creating commercials anything like that that allows the creativity to just soar
0: Okay, so now we're gonna get into. So Nikki and I always have a joke because I'm working on this with reviews. I I, I will admit I, I take I'm not that I try to do it as much as I possibly can, and so she be on me. But I do want to ask the question. Um, so do you read your book reviews, and how do you deal with the the good and the bad ones?
1: Um, the good
0: ones, of course,
1: are amazing. So no explanation needed. Um, when someone gets the point you were trying to convey and they're moved by your writing. You're just on cloud nine. And of course, when someone's like, this was stupid and why did I even read this or something like that? Then, I mean, of course I think you kinda, you might second guess like, well, maybe I didn't convey it as good as I thought or just different things like that that you probably shouldn't even do because truth is everyone's not gonna like everything. That's the beautiful thing about our society.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I thought you were going to, you know, go in on me about the reviews, but you saved me. So, about how many days, how many hours a day do you typically get out there and write?
1: I've never calculated, but, um, let's say, let's say four hours, let's say three to four hours. My, it's all very, very broken up with homeschooling and things like that. So I just kind of grab my phone and I write during this lunch break, you know, I write, you know, in the evening, I write. So what, maybe like four hours a day. Okay.
0: And do you view writing as like kind of a spiritual practice?
1: That I do. Um, the more I got into it, it was really interesting. The more it's kind of, I mean, for a lack of a better way to say it, it's as if the characters that you're creating kind of help you tell the story as weird as that might sound. Um, it's like you you really just try to you take time and you try to get into the head of a person like um, again to use the book that I'm currently working on. This is a an abusive relationship type of book, and I'm trying to get into the mindset of how someone would feel to go through something like that, and what would make them not fight back, or you know what must have been their past, or what must they think about themselves to feel a way like that. And as I get into character for each book that I write, it kind of just takes over.
0: Okay. And then you've been writing for a long time. So I do want to ask, what does literary success look like to you? Like when do you feel like that someone has made it? Or even in your own even in your own world right now, are you feeling like I've I've kind of plateaued or no, you know what? I, I have like this much left in me to write. But what does literary success look like to you?
1: Um just I guess, I mean, the simple answer, just being able to live off your writings, live off your earnings for your writings. And as far as myself, I am actually very pleased with how well I'm doing. But since I'm a perfectionist, I always think there needs to be more. There needs to be more. You need to work harder. You need to work longer. So I'm always doing that. But I think it's just being able to create the life you want. From the income you've made
0: from what you're doing from your writing, and that's good i and some people I've know I've spoken to, and they'll say, "Well, you know when I get an award for my books or if i if my book gets turned into a movie or something of that nature, so that's why I always wonder you know how do authors feel, or what do they feel their success looks like that That's always been something I've wondered now, what do you feel the most difficult thing is about writing?" about characters from the opposite sex?
1: Um, You're asking some questions. Let's see. I'm sorry. I I will have to be honest. I don't have an answer. I just, um, because when I'm writing from the opposite sex, I usually, I guess I pull from that experiences of what I've seen and what I've heard and the conversations I've had with men. So I kind of pull from it and I can kind of get into that personality of the mindset of of how I guess a guy like that may be feeling like I'm I'm pretty good at seeing both sides of a story. So I may see why he thinks in his mind that's justifiable or that's acceptable, you know, according to the character, even if it's a guy, it doesn't really seem to matter.
0: Um, You talked about being able to um, sustain once you plateaued as an author, being able to pay your bills or live off of the writing. So how long were you a part-time writer before you became a, well, and I guess that's the question in case anybody doesn't know, are you a full-time writer? And then if so, did you write part-time first and then go right into full-time or how long did that that go?
1: I wrote um, part-time at first. I'm a full-time writer now. At first, I wrote part-time and also worked a job and everything. And then as life changes, have kids and stuff like that, um, I started staying home with them. And then I decided to, I don't know, just like to take writing more seriously. I feel like God just touched me and say, hey, you got some stories to write, so you need to get to work. And and I did, and I just poured everything into it. And that was from the time that I started when I was doing it part-time, trying to publish my first book until when I got more serious and went full-time, the gap was
0: probably about, um, about four years. Now this gonna, let me see. (laughs) Do you hide any kind of secrets in your books that only a few people will find?
1: (laughs) Yep. Um, people that know me very well can, identify when it's me who's probably have have done whatever the thing is or has went through it or that's my point of view versus when that's the point of view or the experience you know or perspective of someone else
0: righty. so with and i'm gonna take it back to when you spoke about being young with the reading and um if you had to do anything differently like as a child or a teenager to become a better writer as an adult, would you have changed anything or would you do anything differently to build off those experiences?
1: I probably would have kept better contact with the teachers that saw a lot of that in me that saw that like, Oh, you should be an author or a lawyer or all these different things that they thought that I should be. I probably, I probably would have kept better contact because for some of them, I kept contact a little bit. And then as as life progresses, it just kind of, I didn't work as hard to do that. And I think it would have been good, especially like the uh, language arts teachers, the writing teachers and stuff like that. I think their insight and guidance would have been helpful.
0: Okay. And lastly, I think I've tortured you enough. <laughs> what would be your avatar, Miss Nikki? What describes you?
1: I know you could not wait to ask me that question. (laughs) Well, as I've told you before, and so I share with the world, it is Wednesday Adams.
0: So every time she tells me that I crack up and you all have to understand, she is, she's such a sweet person. You just would not think that Nikki is, is just like Wednesday, but that is her personality. But before we do get out of here, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on here and being my first guest. It I, I, it had to be you. It really did. It had to be Nikki. And tell the fans exactly how they could get in touch with you. What are some of your handles out there?
1: Um, On Facebook, it is Nikki Grace Novels. For Instagram, it's the same. It's the Nikki Grace Novels. And for my website it's the same it's nickygracenovels.com and that's pretty much where I can be found and you can join my newsletter on my website to see what I'm working on what I have coming, what I've released and things of that sort
0: thank you, thank you and we're going to get out of here but before we do um, just want to put out there what's on my shelf and what I've been reading um, if you love romance and all that good stuff you might want to pick up Sunny Houston, Summer on the Bluffs. It will be on the Instagram page if you're looking for a nice read. After, obviously, you got to read all the Nikki Grace novels, but that's another book that's out there that's a really good read. So until we meet again, love, listen, and read.